that booklet, I said, the loss of confidence on the Greens will almost certainly over time spread into every aspect of the golfer's game. And sure enough, when my putting began to deteriorate, I found that my short game, the shots a golfer makes that do not require a full swing, but primarily rely on touch, fell away too. I don't like the phrase, chipping yips, but I suppose that's what I had. My putting yips had overcome my mind so strongly that any other short shot around the green would have me gritting my teeth and sweating like a wrestler stepping into an alligator pit. I was a nervous wreck when it came to anything other than a full shot, and around the greens I was a mess. My chips were no longer aimed at getting the ball close to the hole but nothing more than a nervous attempt just to hit the ball, without fluffing or skinning it, and get it onto the green somewhere, anywhere, in the general direction of the hole. But throughout all these yipping woes, I continued to be a solid striker of the ball. I could drive the ball as far as the next golfer, or hit a long iron like a pro. My long game kept me going for a while and I could shoot the odd low round by hitting plenty of greens and making a few putts. But as soon as I missed the green, I knew with certainty that I was about to drop a shot against par. I had a history of playing golf, then giving it up for some years before coming back to it again, and every time I returned to the game the old woes were still present. Although I'd cured my putting yips, and was considered to be a damn good putter. One low handicapper once told me if he ever had to stake his life on someone holding a four-footer, he would choose me to take that putt. I was still woeful around the greens. But it wasn't until much later in life, maybe because I had mellowed some, and golf could no longer drive me wild the way it used to, that I came upon a cure for my chipping. In this booklet, I will explain to you how I tackled these six inches between the ears and changed my attitude to chip shots around the green, so that I no longer feared them, but relished making them. My four-step process will show you how you too can overcome your fears and make your short game as sharp as any prose. You will be amazed by how improved your chipping will become. Believe me, this self-help manual will change your chipping ability beyond all recognition. I know it will. If it worked for me, then it can work for you. At the end of this booklet, you will find my website address, and you can learn a bit more about me and what I now do for a living. Feel free to contact me if you want, hopefully to tell me you are no longer despondent when you miss the green and you really are now chipping like a pro. Chapter 3 What is a chip shot? For the purposes of this booklet, it is important for the golfer to understand what we mean when we use the term chip shot. Webster's new 20th century dictionary defines a chip shot as in golf, a short, lofting stroke used when the ball is near the green. The important point to note here is that the ball is near the green. 
Throughout this manual, whenever I use the term around the green, I am referring to shots close to the putting surface, the result of some approach shot, for example, that has only just missed the green, or rolled off the putting surface to finish up on the apron, or short grass close to it, no more than ten feet or so from the edge of the green. The chip shot is distinctly different from a pitch, where the golfer might use a wedge to pitch the ball onto the green from, say, some fifty yards or so distant. So what's the problem with chipping the ball onto the green? After all, you're probably close enough to the hole to take two putts. If your ball has been on the putting surface, instead of having missed it, it should be a simple matter to chip the ball close to the hole, then nail the putt. In other words, to get up and down in two. But most amateur golfers can't...